check, 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 young check, check on the check, beat. Check, 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 <laughs> check. Yo, yo, it's young check in Slavic music. <laughs> good. It's your I'm boy ready. number check. Yo, hey, we get yo, check, check, check. eleven. So I'm right saying, beat. right beat. I'm a bounce. We, <laughs> we get we get two Slavic <laughs> listeners. I'm a bounce, <laughs> and they're pissed right now. This one's hot, you. boy. <laughs> young uh, check is hot. Check I'm a bounce. I'm a hot what check. Is, Write me I'm, off and I'm a bounce on your ass. That's right. I, it's young. You know check. I'm. You know I'm fraudulent. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Happy birthday, Silas. What's everybody? Oh man, what? What's everybody? What's everybody drinking right now? Um, I'm Gig. drinking some wine. Ooh. I'm I'm drinking yeah. a 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. I too yeah, am drinking. In all reality, gamer it costs three dollars at the grocery store. So. Gamer wine. I thought I said Gatorade, no. but gamer wine. Gamer wine. Um, gamer wine. There's this white wine called Starborough. I think it's from like New Zealand. It's very good. You can get it at your local grocery store. Hmm. It's a green bottle. Silas, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a like I don't know if you call it limited edition or special edition, something like that. Whiskey from Rocktown Distillers. From Little Rock, Arkansas. Ooh. It's super good. I saw it on the shelf and I was like, that sounds fun. And I bought it and I love it. Man. We're gonna have to go to Rocktown when we get here too. Oh, we hey, do. It's Which so good. Rock Man, Next Rocktown week. is amazing. I'm gonna miss Rocktown. Yeah. Jackson, what are you best. drinking? I'm drinking water and an energy drink. Ooh. Check, check, what's up? Young check. Yeah. Yeah. Young check. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a NOS. Jackson and I used to get I love one dollar nasses from uh, parties. Grocery King or Grocery no King. Food, 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 food King. King Food King Food King Man they and they had, they had one dollar nas drinks and I I drank a lot of energy drinks in high school and I shouldn't have dude the, the um, nas bottles that were like blue and they had the orange cap like real mm-hmm. nas was uh, that was yeah so cool well Some I am drinking purists. yeah what you were drinking chance what you drinking I am drinking a latte. Because I can drink caffeine again, and we are going to talk about coffee on this pre-pod. Hey. Because one of us, at least one of us, is an expert in it, and you just got a new job. Silas, tell us about your new job. So, um, thank you, Chance, for uh, giving me the very generous title of expert. Um, he was talking about right. me. You're, you're, oh, you're no, a professional. You're a professional oh, by, God, damn it. Uh, by a title, right? If you're getting paid for something that you're good in or knowledgeable in that's a professional or expert i'm a professional i don't know if i don't know if you could say expert uh okay. i am a coffee okay. professional though no yeah, so i am have his phd yet so he's not a doctor of coffee yet it's so. true uh there is a school in i think california it's a big one i don't remember which one but they're planning on starting uh you can get a, a degree in coffee science soon wow Whoa. Uh, they already have some stuff for like beer science i think or something it'll be under the same department as all that anyway mm-hmm. Um, no, I am going to be, uh, the, the lead barista at a new coffee shop in Atlanta. Hey, hot Atlanta, baby the big city, the big apple. Now the big peach, the big peach. Um, now tell me because this is, this is an existing coffee company, but they're mm-hmm. opening a new store. So yes. you are going to be legitimately the new face of this store with how many other people? How many other baristas uh, will be there with you? Per that sh- I'm not sure. We have not okay. hired them yet. 
gosh, that's Ooh. so hype. You, fresh slate. You just get a yeah. start. <laughs> Hit the streets with the, the flyers. We're open. Ah, yeah. Hit the Instagram. We're open. There's a there's a lot to do, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. This mm-hmm. one the shop's roast. uh still being like <laughs> built, I guess. We're we're gonna be in a, a building that's already existing and now they're finishing the space for it. Um and it's still it's close, but it's still under construction. Hot roast hotter than a hot check, young check, write me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roger. He, Ronnie's been leaning into his mic for the past forty-five seconds, waiting for a break Ronnie, in the chat to say that. Ronnie only freestyles when he's drunk, so that must I'm be not nice. drunk. Quite a bit of wine. Jackson sure, just gets me Ronnie. going, dude. Jackson just gets me going. I do want to say Silas. I love Atlanta. I'm very excited for one of us to live in Atlanta. How many times do you think you're going to bump into Killer Mike? How long is it it gonna take you to member his order? To member Uh, his order? My hope is that he he comes in the first week we're open. Amazing. Uh, Realistically, there's there's like a 5% chance of it happening once, I would say. I think that's fair. I will will lose my mind when it happens, Uh, but, you know. That's that's killing my great I have high hopes. And Bernie Sanders is cool, man. The the big question we're asking, how soon till you see because, I mean, Delta's pretty big. Oh, no. uh, Time marker, gotta, 530. Five yeah. minutes, 30 seconds. I'm not you really close to the out. airport, so. Get, get, get that <laughs> dice roll sound and just. <laughs> That's a hot check. That's a, I just wrote a hot check, so I'm going to name all on it. You can't pay for that. You can't pay for that. <laughs> That's returning to Cinder. My bank's gonna give me a call real quick and say, "Mr. Clemens, that was a hot ass check you just wrote, and it's getting bounced." Where are you at? We calling the cops. We calling the bounce crew. What is what is this persona, <laughs> Ronnie? Where did you go? It's the legend and lore of Young Check. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's Young Check, baby. It's Young Check. Young Check, <laughs> young check on the beat. Congratulations, oh, Silas. Man. Hey, yeah, thanks. congrats. <laughs> uh, so, so we got we got like twenty five minutes. We can talk about coffee. Uh, do we, before we get started, do, do we want to talk about uh, how we all met each other at a coffee shop? I'm just kidding. But three of us worked at the same coffee shop. We did, and we could talk about that. Chance, I think so. we but should. We also uh, went to school together. What are you? T- <laughs> no, yeah. I, I was joking about all meeting okay. at a coffee shop. But I'm saying like Silas got me and Ronnie jobs or helped get us jobs I at did. a coffee shop. And that's where I learned a lot about coffee. I would assume Ronnie did as well. So I feel like that would be a good starting point for this. Oh, that yeah. makes a lot more sense. I, I was, apologize. I was gonna, I was gonna say we strong. should, we should talk about our coffee experiences and coffee preferences, going from the least coffee savvy yeah. to the most coffee savvy, ending with Silas. So we should start okay. with Zach, ending with Silas. <laughs> <laughs> How many Sex. people? How Sex. many people Sex. here started drinking coffee in college? Raise your hand. Let's. Uh... I've been drinking coffee since I was fourteen. No, Zach. no, I, I I've dude, been drinking I coffee had... since I was nine. Yeah. And it's always been Folgers, you whack ass. No, it, it was I'll tell you about my first on in Portland, Oregon. Was. I went there every Sunday. Thank you. And every day at school, <laughs> sixth grade is when I started drinking coffee. <laughs> that sounds awful. No. It was amazing. I'm from Portland. We all drank coffee in sixth grade. That actually that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, you're from Portland, so you're weird. So you automatically know a lot about coffee, right? Yeah. Right. That right. and unicycle Darth Vader. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, Silas. Take us away on your coffee experience you're as a, a young boy. Hmm? Oh, like I thought we were starting started. with... Oh, when I first started... No, I mean, well, you're... the short answer is I, I was six. Uh, that was my first cup of coffee. Oh. Uh, I and wanted it for my birthday. Day. I don't know why I wanted it, but I wanted this specific bag of coffee that I saw on the shelf. There's something about it that made me want it. And I begged my mom, and I begged my mom, and I begged my mom. And she caved. And she let me have coffee on my birthday. Uh, and I liked it. And then I would drink it every time she would let me have it until I was old enough to just say, yeah, I'm going to drink that. And she said, okay. What, what was it? Do you remember the kind of coffee it was? Uh, it was from Kroger. Delicious. Um, I remember what the bag looked like. It was it was like chocolate flavored, which I think Ooh. is probably why I was drawn to it. Mm. Um, Mocha boy. But it was just like very, I mean, whatever the like great value version of Kro at Kroger is probably right. is what it was just like the you know it's the it was the kroger brand of coffee yeah delicious I'm pretty sure that's what it was nice. yeah so you know, you know coffee preferences you know what you think about coffee so starting with zach um yeah so i was like i was a coffee snob and it was mm. because i inherited my parents coffee snobness uh, my dad had one of those laundry list orders every time he'd go into Starbucks or right. um, really any coffee shop. I mean, he'd have like a, it's like a, a mocha non-fat with whip 200 degrees. I think that's what it, there's a little bit more in there. Um, but so I, I mean, I always grew up, there's a couple, we always had like KNF coffee in our household, which is a Portland roaster that... Uh, is like super oily. Like you open the bag and all the beans are just soaked because they're, it's still amazing. So we always bought like a five pound bag of that and we just like drink it, you know, start of the day, middle of the day, night. Um, and that was bad habit. I don't, I know everybody does it, but I don't do that anymore. And then, uh, I mean, college, same thing. I took a bag of KNF coffee to college with me. I always had it, uh, in my dorm and, uh, then when I got married and moved out here with my wife, she started doing most of the shopping. I just because she works at a grocery store, not because I'm pushing any sort of <laughs> weird agenda. Uh, nice she, she does it after work, but she came home with a like couple pound bag of like store brand coffee, and so now we have Wegmans ground coffee in a jar that we we have, and it's actually not bad but i also think i've lowered my standards over the years i also have a big problem with gatekeeping so if you're gonna sit there and tell me that another kind of coffee isn't as good as other kind of coffee that or no no, that's not true i disagree with whoa, that whoa. there's absolutely <laughs> better coffee but if somebody yeah. likes garbage coffee you know what enjoy your garbage coffee i'm gonna drink decent coffee but i guess not yeah. anymore so it's been a freaking roller coaster and i kind of feel like a um like a phony now that i have you know bulk store coffee that I have every day. So there, Very Silas, nice. you, you trash me there. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think at a certain point, there's going to be a lot of trash being thrown. But next is Jackson, yeah. I believe. Yeah, we'll get there. I will say my, 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 my kinder piece about that before I trash anything for sure. But yes. my, that's when I my mean, term comes. Yeah, it, we will all. It's, it is what it is. My first time having coffee, I think, was in sixth grade at church uh, with way too much creamer 
and mm-hmm. me and my cousin. And every once in a while, I like to get coffee there. It was an occasional thing, and it was just like when we're getting crazy. Um, but um, I remember kind of periodically liking coffee, but not a ton. And then I eventually kind of switched to black coffee when I was like, I would say around 15. And then around 16 or something, my mom bought like a home, like espresso um, and like steam wand, like set thing, right? You put it on sure. your counter. And- That I own now. That Chance now owns. <laughs> and I, she got it and she said i need you to learn how this works um and then you can teach me how it works and i said okay that sounds fun so i learned how it worked and then i taught her and um how to make you know just simple lattes or i liked americanos a lot and that's about it and then just some like a little bit of flavoring not complicated at all or complex and then I got an AeroPress sometime around when I was going into college and I use that AeroPress all the time that's my main way of making coffee now is AeroPress and electric kettle and I usually use Folgers because I'm cheap and I don't (laughs) like to like figure out what is like yeah (laughs) Folgers AeroPress and every once in a while, like every like three or four times a year or two or three times a year, um, we get like nicer coffee beans and I make a bunch of cold brew and a toddy and Mm. then um, like very like strong like coffee extract cold brew and then we drink that uh, and we enjoy it a lot. It's really good. That's like my best experiences with coffee are when I make cold brew. Um, yeah, so Folgers nice. and, uh, and uh, AeroPress. <laughs> Delicious. I really like the gradient we've got going on here. I Oh, I yeah. didn't say, okay, I guess I didn't say the way I did prepare my coffee. I do solely pot now for the past, like, six mm-hmm. uh, I'm years. Mr. Coffee Man. Yes, uh, if you will. Uh, but I had grade, so. a, an espresso machine all growing up. Like, my parents always had. We always had espresso in the morning. It was never straight coffee. Don't at me. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chance, I also have a thing next. to say about All right, so yeah, so Ronnie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, okay, there's two different ways to go about this. I was technically a barista longer than Ronnie. No, yeah, I, I wasn't. Wait, no, wait, Ronnie, we were not, bari- we, we stopped being baristas the same fucking day. <laughs> for- yeah, we actually did. We actually, <laughs> we we actually started the legit. Same day too. We got hired, we started and, the same hired day? and left the same day. Yeah, well, you were hired at the same time, Ronnie. You didn't actually start until August of that year. Chance. Oh, yeah, but I was technically oh. I was technically on staff though. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah, I was. That's not how, that's was, not how the staffing system works. You I weren't was, on staff. I after. was no in craft, the system. Not on staff. No, I, I do. Was in the Ronnie, system. I help with all of that stuff. You weren't on the staff. Yet. I remember being in the system, <laughs> Silas. There I, I'm a victim the of the system. I was there. Regardless, in the system. I, regardless, I had training. I had training three months before Ronnie had training so sounds there like you. it's ronnie's we, term but i did just realize that me and ronnie were no longer employed on the same day which is funny wait wait okay um, we'll do this i'll go first chance i'll go first 
I'll do okay. it. If you if you <laughs> want to quantify it that way, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> even though, uh, we'll let the listener decide who's, who's I, a bigger. I, Ronnie probably has more appreciation for coffee than I do. I'm, but I was. But I'm smarter. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, Young Hot Jack had, is about to write you off. Here we go, I had baby. no butt. Um, <laughs> so my, I started liking coffee a lot in high school. But the first time that I had coffee was um, around 13 or 14. So I grew up Seventh-day Adventist, um, just Protestant boy. But Seventh-day Adventism is kind of very conservative and strict and has like a lot of health stuff as a part of like our message um mm. and so like a lot of this are either vegan or um vegetarian and stuff like that and also like a lot of this don't drink caffeine um so growing up none like none of my family really drank caffeine we didn't have meat in the house um but we used to drink this stuff called postum which is imitation coffee essentially um it's like dried malted soybeans kind of cool um but mm. I remember really liking growing to like postum like through my younger years. It didn't have caffeine in it, so like my parents would let me drink it whenever. Um, but then like I started to like inch into like drinking normal coffee, like Jackson said, with a bunch of creamer. Um, and then like when I was like I think 13, I just one day decided that I was just gonna drink black coffee. Like I feel like that's everybody. Like one day you're just like I'm gonna drink black coffee now, and you just do it, it, and it sucks for the first like couple yes. of weeks, and then you like it. Um, so that was kind of my experience. And then like through the late stages of high school and early stages of college, I really started getting into like, you know, the third wave of coffee, as some people will say, like using a lot of manual brew methods and um, higher quality roasted beans and stuff like that. So my freshman year of college, I got like an AeroPress and I ordered some Onyx coffee beans, um, which is a really good roaster in Arkansas um and started really appreciating coffee for what it was and like some of the different methods you can make coffee um and that's how i kind of got into like the coffee scene and would hang around our uh school coffee shop a ton um and go to coffee tastings and learn you know what i could learn about coffee through other people not really ever knowing a ton about it until i actually became a coffee like working in coffee being a barista um but yeah, so like kind of went full circle, uh, came into coffee because I wanted to learn more about it and like wanted to learn how to make like really good tasting coffee and ended up being a barista for a couple years, three months after Chance um, and hanging out around with Silas and Chance and some other guys in the same coffee shop and learning some of the more minutia of especially espresso um, and how coffee works in that way and learning more about the process of, um, you know, roasting coffee and stuff like that which Silas and Chance will describe more um, as we are kind of going up the gradient, I guess. Um, but yeah, I really like coffee. I agree with you, Zach. I think if you like your coffee the way you do, I have no reason to disparage you for that. Um, but I think it's like that same thing with everything. It's like the same thing with beer or wine or food. It's like McDonald's is good, but like there are better burgers out there. So I think objectively there is better coffee. Um, but I think if you enjoy your coffee for what it is, keep drinking it. If you go to Starbucks and you get your extra hot double vanilla latte with half a shot of espresso and skim milk, you do you. And you want it to be 201 degrees specifically, go for it. Um, but uh, that is kind of my experience with coffee. I have a Chemex now. So, like, that's how I make my coffee in the morning. There you go. Um, is with a Chemex. And that's kind of just 
whatever is easy now is what we do. We get the best coffee we can from like the local like niche grocery store or whatever. Um, but other than that, I've kind of retired from being super hardcore into coffee, except for when I'm with my friends um, from back home. And we'll go try to find nice coffee shops if we're in a new city and stuff like that. So that's it for me. All right. Well, you said gradient and I would say that Ronnie and I are on the same peg of, <laughs> of the, of the scale, whatever I would say. Um, but I, I think my first coffee drink was, I remember distinctly Jackson and I, or not distinctly kind of hazy, but Jackson and I would walk over from our high school over to the university where our parents worked. And in the like student center of the university, there was a place called Java city. And they had this oh, thing man. called the, the, <laughs> they had a thing called the, the java lanch and it was just a frappuccino but it you know (laughs) but it was just you know like milk and like just some espresso and then just like blended with cookies and cream and like all kinds of junk and we would i would get that because my mom had like a dcb card or something and that's i would get that every now and then and i was like "Mm, this is coffee and then like starbucks opened up and and cersei and would go and get frappuccinos or whatever in high school and then and then like college happened and then like i don't know i just looked around and everyone else was like drinking like black coffee and i was super peer pressured and felt guilty for my like my frappuccino drinks that i really enjoyed like my like espresso shakes and stuff so i was like i'll just do it and then my super edgelord phase sophomore year when i was like i want to sit and read a book in this coffee shop and like look really cool in front of all these like peers so i'm gonna get coffee and i and then i was like like you said ronnie after the two week phase of like this this is not good it's just really really bitter i got over it and i was like oh this is really great and then i just would get like you know mediums or larges and drink it and like stay up all night in college and so i really started to really enjoy black coffee a lot and then um and then we started working at Mo, and we got the job. And so we were learning all about espresso and manual brews and um, cold brew and just all different kinds of like different methods and stuff. And I, I never really was super interested in, in manual brew. Like I, I think it's fun and like fun to make. And definitely, if someone like anyone in the shop would like make manual brew and like, hey, try it. And I was like, this is really great. Like I'd love to drink it. But like I just got super. Like if any restaurant, I just get fixated on one thing and my thing was lattes and I just really enjoyed making lattes. And so my like go-to drink was just an iced latte with like the, the like iconic syrup from this, from midnight oil. And I would just have that like every day and I got a discount. So it was like kind of affordable, but I really shouldn't have been buying one every day. But anyway, so now since that job, um, uh, Jackson's parents were super, super nice, and they were upgrading their espresso machine, and they gave me theirs, or gave Hannah and I theirs. And so Hannah and I, like, you hauled it and bought all the stuff and, like, cleaned it up, and uh, we've just been making espresso, like, every day and just iced lattes. That's what I, I go. And then, and then, yeah, every time we go to a new city, like, Hannah and I love looking for coffee shops and then trying their stuff and, like, buying, like, $20 bags of beans that we go through in like a week or two and I don't know it's fun I'm not like in depth or like super into it like I used to be like in the shop and that was like all you did every day was like talk about it but like I dabble I guess but <laughs> I dabble I'm a coffee yeah. dabber 
<laughs> yeah. So I, I, it's like I want to be able to talk about it, but it's not necessarily something that I'm, I'm like gonna like read a book about, you know. So, uh, but yeah, Silas, you've got the rest of the this, this show. Talk to us as much as you can about your experience with the coffee, and then also what you want to share with the v- the listeners. Yeah. Um. The the first big thing I want to say is um, coffee is not about creating like a perfect product or or um you know like being the best we can be at something or something like that uh coffee is about people and it's about shared experiences and uh coffee is, is a medium for those the people and those shared experiences um so you know if you're not ted talk if you're not making coffee you're not talking about it in a way that is uh helpful for people you know what's the point of having the best coffee you can uh, at that point it, it means nothing um I say that to say, you know, drink your coffee how you like it, uh, because it is meant to be enjoyed. It is not meant to be perfected. Um, and uh, so, if you if you like Folgers, drink it that way and like it, and that's great. Uh, when I go to my parents' house, sometimes they have a Keurig, and if I want some coffee and I'm there, I'm gonna use it. Uh, and put some stuff that. in it, and that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, when I'm making it for myself, that's not, I mean, that's not how I make it. Um, uh, but anyway, um, so I wanted, I wanted to say that first is, is <laughs> you're, you're never doing something wrong if you're enjoying it, unless you're doing something really messed up and like weird and I don't know, don't make it like sexual or something, but that's a big blanket if you're enjoying it in a way that is healthy, yes, do it. It's uh, never wrong. <laughs> Uh, okay so um my coffee journey the the reason i started working in coffee in the first place was um it's a good place to start uh i uh i was getting i i wanted to do some like manual bruce type stuff on my own i like coffee i like you know i like coffee for a long time always have um and and i wanted to to do it like uh the baristas that I really loved did it and but I wanted to do that at home so I had like an AeroPress I had a, a V60 and the V60 was really where's where that's, that's a pour over method was where I really started running into trouble I wasn't doing it right I knew I wasn't doing it right but I didn't know what I was doing it I, I didn't know what I was doing wrong and I didn't know how to fix it um and so they were hiring at Midnight Oil the place that we all worked uh and I had a job I was my mom's assistant um and i love my mother and 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 the working with her part was was great uh but what i was actually doing for the job was just it it just sucked i just sat there most of the time and stared at a wall or sometimes i would put a name on a letter and then print it out that was it uh and it wasn't very fun and it didn't really it didn't really pay a lot either um so you know minnow was hiring uh i knew everyone who worked there did the kind of stuff that i wanted to do that i couldn't really figure out on my own so i was like i'll just get a job there and, and I'll learn how to do all of this stuff I want to do at home uh, and get paid to do it. Just, it made sense. Um, so I went for the job. Um, and uh, actually the first time I applied, I did not get it. Uh, and I felt like I had a really good application. It was a really strong application. And um, I didn't get, I, I didn't even get an interview. I was like, what the heck? Uh, so I, went, I, I asked the manager um, and it was like, I, because I wanted to work there. And it was like, what, you know, like why I was just like why like what 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 did I do that you didn't like or is there something else I need to work here? Basically, I was saying like what do I need to do to get the job next time? 
Um, and but you can always say that it's always a fair question to ask. Like, what did I, you know, it's like, what, what, like, why didn't I get the job? Uh, you can always ask that at the very worst. They'll say like, eh, I don't want to talk to you, kid. Uh, but at best, they'll tell you why and either you'll they'll give you the job next time uh, or you'll just improve yourself for the next job you apply for. Um, anyway, but that's what I did. And he just told me, he's like, oh, it was just your schedule. Um, like your schedule didn't work out, so we couldn't give you an interview because you weren't going to be able to work enough hours. But if the next, I mean, we'll be hiring, you know, for the next semester. And if your if your schedule works out then and you're able to work in the summer, especially, um, you should definitely apply again. And then I, I got to know him a little better through some stuff like that. I applied again and got the job. I uh, started working there in the summer of, what was that? 2017? 2017. Uh, I've worked there for just over three years. Um, and I started, I was just a barista there. Uh, did all that. Saw lots of people come and go. Um, uh, like Chance and, and Ronnie. Um, I, uh, right around the time Chance and Ronnie left, I became the, the trainer there. Uh, the, well, my official title um, was the director of training. Um, <laughs> this is my ending title. As, as, you know, to make it more normal with industry standards, that's what that position is normally called. And it sounds a lot better on resumes and I was applying for jobs, so. So I asked to change my title. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, so I did that for just uh, almost a year and a half, maybe. I, I, I trained people there uh at least a year uh it was a really fun job i really loved it um anyway um i uh and then I, you know, i've been applying for jobs all this year there was this uh lead barista position open in atlanta for okay. a new place applied for it got an interview um and then uh i was offered the job a week later um so that was really great uh, it's, uh, so it's been a great experience so far working with them they're all super cool well the, so the the only people I've met so far are one of the owners, um, my boss, who's the front of house manager, and then my boss's boss, who is the general manager. All of them are really cool. Very excited to work with them. Um, anyway, uh, so it's been uh, everything I've done so far work wise has been fun. I haven't moved down there yet, but I'm getting, working on getting a lot of stuff ready. Um, what else am I supposed to talk about? Coffee. How do I drink my coffee? Um, I like coffee in a lot of different ways. I, I drink it on its own most of the time. If I drink it with something, it'll be espresso with a little bit of milk. I love cortados or or like the more traditional style cappuccino, like the six ounce drink. Um, those are those are really nice. I like those in the afternoon. Uh, but most of the time, I because I'm also working in coffee, so in, in kind of industry standards, while you're on shift, you get free like drip or espresso or something like that. Um, so if I'm working every day, why on earth would I ever pay for coffee? Uh, <laughs> um, if, so I just get, I drink coffee every day and I <laughs> never have to pay for it. Um, so I do that most of the time. Um, I really love coffee that's fun. Um, so I like to, I, I like, I mean, you know, and everyone does, uh, but I, I like new experiences. Uh, and, and so I uh, like to just try all different kinds of coffee. Um, if I go to a coffee shop and they have something that sounds really good and like something I haven't had before, uh, which as the more I get into coffee, I have, I, I have begin, begun to learn the names of like the farms and, and, and like the more like specific origins and, and, and it becomes more common to go to a shop and you'll be like, oh, I had that from that roaster last year. 
and and it's and it and it sucks a little bit because there's like there's just so much less new stuff. <laughs> it still tastes different when different people do it, but it's almost like disappointing. You know, like I remember I went somewhere and looked at a menu and I was like, I, I've had all of these coffees in years past, and they were like, you know, they're different, but it's it, it, it loses a little bit of its newness, even though it is something different because you know you've had coffee from that farm before. Um, anyway, because uh, you, you know the best farms, people, lots of people want to serve them, so they're gonna sell everything they can. Um, uh, anyway, uh, coffee I specifically love. I really like probably Central American coffee the most. Uh, like the smaller countries, uh, like Costa Rican coffee is fun because they do a lot of honey process. If that means anything to you, um, <laughs> that's always a lot of really crazy taste stuff going on. Um, they incorporate honey into the coffee. Hmm? They, they incorporate honey into the coffee. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the honey. What they're referring to is is the mucilage around the so so coffee, the the beans. What people call them. They're not beans. They're actually they're actually the pit of a fruit, like like a cherry or a, or a peach. Uh, um, and there's their seeds. Uh, there are two of them in every coffee cherry. That's the fruit that surrounds it. Uh, and they're called that because they look kind of like cherries. Uh, they're round and red and small. Um, and there are two of them in every one of them. But uh, process, when you see that on a coffee bag, refers to the way that they remove uh, the the fruit from the uh, coffee seeds or beans. Um, and um, there's a lot of different ways they do that because you know you could sit there and do it by hand, but that's terribly impractical. Um, so they have to come. They've come up with ways to do it. Uh, one of the ways that is called honey process. Oh, so as you say, the process has a huge effect on how the coffee tastes. Huge, massive effect on how the coffee tastes. Um, uh, honey process means that they they remove uh, part of the flesh of of the cherry, uh, and they leave behind the stuff that is the closest to to the coffee beans. Uh, and it's really kind of like sticky and free. You know, like when you eat a peach, there's that part of the the peach that's closest to the pit. It's like that. They leave that on there, and then it dries in the sun. Um, normally in the sun, it might dry other ways. Uh, and and things there's like fermentation and stuff that happens in the drying process. And depending on how long they leave it on there determines you know so different different things. Anyway, uh, it's actually called mucilage. And the reason it's called honey process, there's like you know they, what they say is like well it's like sticky like honey and it's sweet. What I say is uh, uh change you gotta at least leave this part in because i think this is super funny mucilage is a terrible word uh and it sounds gross and they didn't want to call it mucilage process so someone said i don't know we'll just tell them it's honey that's where i am i am almost positive that was the exact conversation that was happened anyway honey process is fun try it out if you ever seen it on a bag try it it's always going to be something crazy Boy number four signing out <laughs> number four signing out <laughs> Chance prompted this, by the way. You guys are making fun of me. And Chance was the one who yeah, really put honey five. on it, right? And it was like, okay, I didn't want to get into this, but Chance, you forced my hand. <laughs> I was trying not to. Uh, Alright. <laughs>